Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, by the way, this show is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have cashiers or a little grocery store or a liquor store or even a retail store and you're having trouble getting cashiers, well, you can go with a service that will knock your socks off. It's called self-checkout. No employees, nobody to have to deal with. Southwest Point of Sale, been doing it for over 20 years. Have them come out and take a look at your facility. And if it works, it'll be a win-win situation. 800-540-2149. Give them a call. All right, guys. What's going on? Hey, thanks for having us on. It's Audrey Hello. Mason, Ed Stoven. Um, we've got Nicole Honstead on the line. She's mm-hmm. calling in. She's on site out at uh, Duck Brewing Company for Corga- Corva's... Um, Rigs and Brews meet up today. All proceeds raised go back to Corva for the fight, the constant battle to keep public lands open for the public. For us to off-road in? Yes. We love Corva. Corva is uh, the most proficient, prolific organization working for off-road, li- off-road vehicle rights in California. Yes. Yeah. We are very proud partners with Corva and American Sand Association. Yes, with our uh, state lobbyist. We have a lobbyist, and we are working on state issues constantly. And, you know, Dave asked me to invite our lobbyist to come on the radio. She um, wasn't able to come this week. We, we may get her in the near future. Okay, that's cool. Long, and, and she was receptive? Possibly. We'll see. She probably Well, she has to check. She, she truly has to check with all of her, uh, you know, she has to get authorization and, and all that maybe she'll have to put a speech together that will uh you know be re- accepted yeah. I, I get it i get how the government works but at least we asked her yeah and at least she's um trying to join us and come on you know ed does a fabulous job of giving us the legislative updates and and providing us information but coming from her it's a little bit more um i, I got an email from her at eleven forty. Uh, PM the other night, talking Non-stop. talking about a bill that we're working on, living and life in the fast lane. So boy, that's it's that's a, a full schedule. Hour day <laughs> job, yeah. You leave, live it, eat, breathe, and sleep. Government, you know. She knows how the wheels turn up there, yeah. like like nobody else. So Nicole, hi there. Good afternoon, fellow off roaders. Hey. Hi Nicole, how's it going hi. out at Duck Brewing Company? It is a gorgeous day out here. Uh, there's a good turnout so far. There's a lot of really cool off-road rigs that you can come check out. Um, like I um, said to my husband this morning, you don't have to have an off-road rig to come to one of these events, okay? But you can come here and support Corva and um, raise some funds for them, and you can come out here and have a nice drink at Duckfoot Brewing. We're at 8920 Ketmar, I think that was the name, Road in Mara Mesa or Miramar. 
uh, you can come out here and just have a drink. And like I said, the proceeds are going to go to Corva. I'm standing here with Vinny from Corva, and um, he can touch base with what's going on and uh, why these events are so important right now. Hi, you guys. How are you doing? Hi, Vinny. Good to hear from you. Hey, Vinny. Long time no see. I'm excited to, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to head over and come see you, give you a hug. <laughs> okay, that that sounds good. Um, I just want to say this is really a great event going on out here at the Duckfoot Brewing Company. Um, Michelle and uh, with her Rigs and Brews uh, Instagram group um, has really put on a, a, a good event. Um, this is the second one that I've been to. Um, uh, and they, like, like you guys said that they donate, uh, <clears throat> the proceeds from, from today's event and the last event to, to Corva. And like everyone knows, and I'm sure Ed knows, um, Corva, we're a, we're a, a nonprofit, uh, volunteer organization, and we fight throughout California to keep trails and riding areas open, whether you're on, a everything from a motorcycle to a side-by-side to, to, uh, Jeeps and snowmobiles, hunters, fishermen. Anybody that goes off the highway benefits from uh, our ad- advocacy uh, up in Sacramento. So I just want to tell uh, all your listeners to uh, make sure they uh, support Corva in the, in, uh, in the first place. And uh, also uh, the other groups like uh, San Diego Off-Road Coalition and, and the such. But uh, come out here to Duckfoot Brewing Company today. It's a, like I said, it's a beautiful day. we got food trucks. They've got beer, and uh, there's a, a, a bunch of uh, vendors out here, and it's almost like a car show out here. We've got new vehicles, old vehicles. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. So thanks for having uh, asking me to hey, Vinny. things. Hey, Vinny, yeah. um, did you drive your Toyota? What do you I out did there? not drive my I know. I did not drive my Toyota. <laughs> it's kind of far for a place, a destination with no no rocks or hills. Yeah, no, um, it's more of a trailer queen vehicle. But um, anyways. That's what uh, I was going to ask. Yeah. Is it even street legal? Last I saw that, we were at King of the Hammers. <laughs> oh, it's, if it it's is, it's barely. Legal. It's barely street legal, but it's it's registered and, and smog legal and everything. So, Wow. I'm sure something wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and Vinny so, said that we're, uh, and I'm a, I'm also a Corva director, so I'm I'm part of that group. Um, and Vinny said that Corva is a, a a volunteer nonprofit. It's everyone's a volunteer except for one. Amy Granite gets paid by Corva, and she does an incredible job advocating for us. She lives in Sacramento, and she has access to all the offices up there. So all the representatives and all the agencies that we care about have offices up in Sacramento. Like, of course, state parks, we have constant work with. The Bureau of Land Management has their office up there. Um, I believe National Forest does too. So that's like the the center of of politics for California. So it's awesome having Amy up there, and she does an amazing job. And and Vinny mentioned uh, snowmobiles. Now, you wouldn't think snowmobilers would have trouble, but, boy, they've been getting trouble the last couple of years, and people are trying to close big portions of forest now it's winter time and the snow's eight feet deep, so you think you'd be able to drive around anywhere. But it turns out they're trying to restrict where and when they can go places. So Amy has worked really hard behind the scenes uh, as they, as they develop management plans. You can provide input and and work with the agency people. Yeah. And if you get them at this early point, it's it's way easier to 
change the course of the management plan to be more in the favor of recreation. That and, was uh, Vincent, I believe. Vincent, I believe, I think I met you, gosh, I want to say 10 years ago or so. At, um, I want to say I first met you, I, want, I think it's Sand Sports Super Show, um, about 10 years ago. How, how long have you been volunteering for Corva? True. Well, I, 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 volunteering, I've been a life member for Corva for well over 10 years. Um, and so now I've probably the past eight years, I've been, I've been a volunteer in some, some aspect or, or, or another. Um, the big thing right now is I'm the director and I'm organizing our, our, uh, annual, uh, truck Haven challenge, which is going to be in January. Uh, out at Akatia Wells uh, next year, early next year. So that's a big thing right now. But we've got all the events coming up, and we've got new show bags at the printers getting printed up with some of our sponsors on them. And uh, we've got our 50th anniversary coming up in November. Oh, I'm excited slash- for that. That's Day. November 20th at Slash X. Uh, is, what do they call that, restaurant or, or cafe? Barn Grill. Barn what? Grill. And that's between Lucerne and Barstow. I I tried to go there. You know, I was in Big Bear last week, and I I called down there. I was going to drive down the hill to have dinner there, and they're only open on weekends. And I was I was not available on the weekend, so I was a little frustrated. Well, we got to take a quick break. Nicole, will you uh, keep on with us and come right back? Yeah, definitely. All right. We look forward to it. All right, folks. Hey, before we go, we want to thank Alpha Site Logistics for serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Help support them because they support us. 760-352-8383 or go to Facebook.com uh, slash Alpha Logistics. And when you see them, thank them. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by the good folks out at Wayne Miller. Mobile Tire and Santee. Wayne Miller Tire and Santee. He's there for any of your automotive needs. If you need your tires done, you need brakes or alignment, reach out to Wayne Miller Mobile Tire and Santee, 619-596-2800. All right. So, hey, we got Nicole out someplace partying her little you-know-what off, but she's having a good time, and she's with Corva. So, hey, let Corva, let Corva know that we want to set him up for a KUSI segment to celebrate their 50th uh, anniversary. I'll let him know. Um, he went back to his booth um, to man his booth. So I'm down here with Andrea Bullard with Offroad Like a Girl. Okay. Oh, I absolutely love Andrea. She's absolutely amazing. She's a hardcore off-roader. What kind of off-roading does she do? Hi, this is Andrea Bullard with Offroad Like a Girl. Um, hi, Audrey. I can't hey. wait to have you and Nicole with us on the 2021 Rebel Rally here coming up in just under two months. Very much looking forward to it. I am out here at Rigs and Brews today with clothing company Offered Like a Girl. Offered Like a Girl is a 25% of all profits donated apparel company. And so all of our clothing is dedicated to women, bringing women kind of to the forefront and as equals in the automotive, off-road, motorsports, engineering, and mechanics 
industries, and we donate 25% of profits from each item, depending on what item you buy, to a variety of nonprofit women's organizations. And so, for example, our trucker hats that have offered like a girl in a wrench, 25% of those profits are donated to the American, I'm sorry, Automotive Women's Association Foundation and the like, Women's Sports Foundation. We work with the International Women's Health Coalition across the world and lots of other good stuff. So if you're in the area or want to hop onto our website, it's offroadlikeagirl.com slash shop. And all of our items are available in our online store. And we also have Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff that all cool kids are into. So same handle, Offroad Like a Girl. Don't you also have a Turkish group? I thought I noticed. Oh, or... yeah, yeah. We do have, yeah. So the, the Turkish group, they are kind of a charter of what we do. They do not do apparel sales, but there is a group of women um, that go that by, off-road. Yeah, they go by Kiz Gibby, Kiz Gibby Off-Road. And so they're actually, I call them our Turkish chapter because they reached out to me a number of years ago and said, hey, we love your logo. We love what you're doing. Is there any way we could be a part of it? I basically handed over the rights to the logo, and they've been running with it ever since. And women off-roading in Turkey is it's different than women off-roading here in the states for us it's cool it's fun it's awesome it's daring in turkey it's dangerous um their social and political state there is quite different than it is here so they're they're amazing i have the utmost respect for everything that they do and i just yeah that's a whole another subject in and yeah. of itself, but they're awesome yeah. it's so great to see that women are off-roading in all different countries i love that it brings us together and exactly. your company is doing that yeah, we're trying to. We're doing our best. We do a number of events. Um, I personally, I have a 7S Toyota pickup, so we'll go to the Del Mar Fairgrounds and promote the company there, try to make sales, try to gather donations for nonprofits. I'll race the truck in a little tough truck series and all sorts of stuff. So. Wait, wait. Race the truck or jump the truck? <laughs> I think you should say race the truck or crash the truck because uh, I think the last time I was there, I ended up putting it over onto the front end and sliding a little sideways. Oh, that was fun. I think there are pictures all over the internet. There's probably pictures all over the internet. Thanks to Jen White. Auto Matters and more, thank you. Those photos are awesome. Yes. Yeah, they absolutely are. You are definitely a hardcore one. You going out racing the truck in the series, um, partaking in Gem Champs. I'm pretty sure. Did you do Glen Helen too with the Gem Champs? I did do Gem Champs. That was a fun event, especially because it completely dumped on us all day. And then, like, right when it was our turn to go, the rain stopped. So it wasn't washing the windshield, but there were like three feet of mud everywhere. It was amazing. Wow. So then, what is that? You're, is it a jumping competition for trucks? Yes. Is, is it for distance? What, what is the objective? Yeah, there's a distance jump. And so Jump Champs is um, run by, oh, it was Sean and Andrea Kepler, I think is their name. And it's done at Glen Helen every year. So the first section that they do is a short course track, um, which is timed. Um, I am always taken out of the stock class because I'm not necessarily a stock qualification. So I get thrown in with like all the big fancy trucks. So I always take the trophy for last. Um, and that's, that's something I'll always be very proud of myself for. But the second portion of it is a jump contest, and it is distance-based, and that is a lot of fun to watch. And what have you ranked in that? I, you know, I haven't done that one because the jump is huge, and gotcha. I honestly think after what I did to the 7S at Tough Tracks, I'm not sure what would happen if I sent it off that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might not be safe for you to do. Not yet. It needs to be fixed first. It needs a little work. If you know anybody that wants to donate a whole bunch of brand new suspension gear, let me know. Oh, is it a Yoda? <laughs> it is. What about Total Chaos? Total Chaos. I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't get their stuff for free. Uh, 
Well, total chaos if but you're out there the and you're oh lower means than new suspension. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, N- Nicole, Nicole knows. I've I've complained to her a couple times about needing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Thank you, TC. You guys are awesome. By the way, total chaos. If anybody needs, I'm sure they talk about it all the time on the show. But I have their upper arm, just a basic UCA. Not even not basic, but their UCA on so many vehicles, and the difference it makes in the way that it drives, the way that it handles, just that one piece is astounding to me. So anybody looking for something good to put on the front, rear, wherever on your truck, total chaos fabrication. Yeah, that's an awesome endorsement for them. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go look around more and see what I can find. Sounds good. Be safe, have fun, and we'll be uh, seeing you shortly. Yeah, we'll see you when you get here. Thank you. I'm going to go get in on this Thank you, Audrey. Thank Thanks, you Andrea. Thank Nicole. Have a wonderful good day. Ah, sounds like somebody's having too much fun. So oh, you're yeah. going to have to drive fast as soon as you leave here. Yes. Yeah, I'll make it over there right before it ends because I think it goes until 2 p.m. today. They'll oh. be a little bit longer after that, but the official uh, event, event is from 11 to 2 today. Um, but I'll be making it. We there. should get a get the girl on with her off-road uh, apparel on KUSI as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to give her a, a complete segment just on her stuff. Oh, yeah. Anytime, anytime somebody gives back to the community, like 25%, 10%, I don't care what the percentage is, to me that qualifies. Oh, yeah. She supports women. And she's local. Sounds like she's local. Yeah, she's uh, Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so. out of Oceanside. She's absolutely amazing. I met her, again, five, six years ago, I believe. Um, Temecula Off-Road Nights was where I think I originally first met mm-hmm. her at one of the expos. Um Going around what kind of truck SD does she drive? RC. What is her truck? Uh, Toyota S7 um, is what she kept saying. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what that is. Sure but it's either. a little Toyota truck um, that uh, they've <clears throat> built up. It's kind of got a Cali-style lift on it. Yeah. Got, she's done... Um, it's probably in the 80s. Yeah, it's definitely in the 80s. I can oh. pull it up and show you a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, we'll look at it later. Yeah. Actually, she's I might pretty awesome. do it while you're chatting. You, yeah, you can go to Facebook and you can go to Off-Road Like a Girl and it would pull up Andrea mm. and you can, huh. um, or look up Andrea Bullard. She's pretty awesome. She helps put on the Rebel Valley. She's one of our, my main, our main contacts, the, so the competitor liaison. Um, no, she doesn't race. She's one of our liaisons, so she helps put mm. on the entire event. Um, oh. Yeah. She's part of the, the crew that puts it on? Yeah, Emily which is Miller a large, which and, is a large undertaking. Oh, a huge! How, undertaking. how many people? I forget. I saw it was a, a large number of volunteers or, or not, paid staff. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people involved to make it from happen, from so. a high end chef. They mm-hmm. have some great meals to setting up uh, the checkpoints, the base camp, the repair people. Oh yeah, okay, and it's a mobile. It's a mobile camp. It it's, changes it's, every day. Where I wouldn't call it a city, be. but a mobile large community is moving <laughs> basically yeah as base camp moves and gets set up all over and it different than other competitions i guess you can say because when you have um you know the baja uh, 1000 and you've got you know vegas torino that just happened and it's one of the yeah. largest races your camp doesn't move so they you have know, the, the start go and race. they have the finish yeah. and those stay the same they stay the same yeah so in rebel you the whole gang the- moves through the state Yep, and, and for those of you who don't quite know what we're talking about, the Rebel Rally is an all-woman driving competition. They have checkpoints, many, many checkpoints per day out in the desert, and they have to find them without any 
electronic help. They they get to use a, a paper map and a compass. They got to find all these checkpoints, and uh, whoever finds the most checkpoints is the winner. And how many entries? Are there in this event, Audrey? I don't know. Are there 20, I know 30, I'm a 40? I should know, but I'm pretty sure it's 100. And 100? I think it's 130 or 140 altogether. Um, so an entry is a vehicle and two people, a driver and a, a navigator. Yeah. And, and th- those two can switch during the event, but you need two people, one driving and one navigating. Yes. And it can start before dawn? I understand they wake you up early, and it and it goes all day. I heard with this year we get an extra an hour. I, every other year it's been four a.m. They wake you up to get you going out on the race course. This year I heard they're going to let us go a little bit later. I think anyway. I'm not a morning person. I was going to so say, are you a morning person? My, that would help you, me out. You start some, work at seven. I I thought. Yeah. Is, doesn't mean so I'm a morning person. That's, I'm not gonna like the rebel. I start work at seven. I don't like the rebel. There was a point in time where I worked East Coast time when I um, was working for a specialty hauling company, and it was heavy hauls across the nation, and yeah, but a you lot of our done work that was from done. Your bed. No, no, we get into the <laughs> office. You have to be at the office at four thirty because by five <gasps> by five a.m. there no by five a.m. the trucks are moving all over and you got to find those loads and move those. So it's totally uh, different, but totally different. Yeah, to, I digress. So Rebel, you you start before dawn, and yeah. you're you have breakfast and then you're driving all after, day, yep, till the sun sets. Yeah, but that's different. I mean, your adrenaline's going to be cranking. The last oh, thing yeah. you're going to worry about is sleeping in. No. Well, yeah, no, I'm sure be, you get up. I'll be up ready to go. It'll be totally different. Third, fourth day, pumped. maybe. You'll be tired after a few days, boy. Now, yeah. when it's uh, over all day with driving. and everything comes to a crashing halt, that's when you'll fall apart. Yeah, yeah. you'll just be ready. You, so it starts near Lake Tahoe. No, 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 it, no. Isn't no, that right? No. Where does it start? No, Where does it start? Different. Different. Yeah, Hoover Dam this year, Lake Mead. Starts at we Lake cross, Mead. We cross the dam. We start on one side of the dam, cross over to Arizona, go through tech inspection, and then immediately start the race Head from there. South. So it yeah. starts at Hoover Dam. Yeah. And, and does location. it still end at the Imperial Sand Dunes, Glamis? Yes, it should still end in Glamis. But yes. it's going to be, you know, you'll think, okay, well, from Tahoe, it was a lot longer. No, they'll make up for it. Yeah, they'll they, make up They know for how it. to zigzag in the desert. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. You'll be going I think Jimmy out. Lewis. My rig is, um, we just decided to move forward with my rig. I haven't been able to, um, get, a to get a vehicle. I've been, yes, handling other things, and it just didn't line up, and, and it wasn't in my stars. So I think it's better this way. You know, I'll have a few more sponsors, but I'm getting some things rolling in. <clears> we just got... Um, Raceline Wheels, Greg Mulkey, um, just confirmed that he'd uh, donate a set of bead locks on for some airtime. So huge shout out to Raceline Wheels and Greg Mulkey. You can Mulkey. upgrade your wheels because um, you're running a stock class. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, there's yeah. two. There's a stock and a modified class. And how many modifications yeah, you can you make? make sure you don't do something to your vehicle that you get disqualified. Yeah. Or bumped into yeah. the harder class or, or when or you're, yeah. you're barely modified for it, but you're up against all the heavily well, modified. You, you just got to make sure because the last thing you want to do is get all the way out there and get disqualified. You know, my husband's been told many upon many a times when we come up on trails, oh, you're you're not going to make it through that. Oh, you've only got a rear locker. You don't have a front locker. Oh, you've, you're only running 33s. You don't have 35s. There's no way you're going to make it through yeah, right. this. And right. then well, you should see well, us. Let's take a quick break. You are all listening to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. 
Hi, folks. Welcome back to listening to SDORC Dirt Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by, if I'm not mistaken, Kelly and Justin. Well, that's a little bit early, but how about PRMI Mortgage? Oh, Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. Chris Wiley out in Alpine. He's here to help you if you need to uh, refinance your home, you're looking to purchase a home, you're a new buyer, there's a special tax write-off for you. Chris Wiley's here to help you out. 619-722-1303. So rates are low for about another 45 minutes. That's right. And <laughs> wait a minute. At the, the Bible of Off-Road, San Diego Off-Road Magazine. Go to ssorm.com. Steve and Sherry have been doing this since 1982, and when it comes to off-road, nobody, absolutely nobody, does it better, whether you're selling a rig, buying a rig, looking for places to go, looking for any kind of information. In fact, you'll see a little logo out there all about us, too. SSORM.com. Check these folks out. I wonder if they have back issues, because my picture is in the 1984 issue, I won my class in a desert race, a FUD race, so I'll have to ask Sherry. They keep all their stuff. They don't, <laughs> they don't throw nothing away. So, yeah, yeah. so I would, I would yeah, if you needed any kind of a back issue, I'm sure you, I'm sure you should. Anyway, it's, a gr- it's a great publication. It's, it's a lot right. of fun. You can find anything in there. They've got the best upcoming they, events. Um, Sherry was just did a poll on um, their Facebook page and whether or not they should get rid of the upcoming events or not. And I'm like, between Race Desert and SNS Off Road Magazine, I that's where I go to. That's, that's my go tos to plan out the, my year. That's how that's I. That's the best re, uh, resource, resource for yeah. for events that yeah. I know of in Southern California. Who's the other one? Uh, race Desert. That's racing. They have all the well, actual. Then you need to notify them, them and, and we'll give and, them a plug if they give and put a lo- something in there on their site. Yeah, yeah. I've I've sent actually the one that she sent. I actually sent to UTV magazine, Sand Life, um, and uh, um, oh my gosh, what's the other big one? Richard, uh, not Richards, is it? What's the other big four by four magazine? Is it Richards? Our um, ask me about motorcycles. Sorry, yeah, he's a motorcycle. <laughs> I don't know when you ask him about. I ask me a about a full wheel. Yeah, Except for SNS, I buy I, SNS. I get that from Amazon, and I get motocross action. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, motocross action. So you don't have any paperwork. I didn't bring so, a paper. Well, so legally, we're all done? We were talking about um, big big events, big races and stuff. This weekend was Best in the Desert. You know, that's one of my heart and souls. I've followed Best in the Desert. Yeah, what did I, um, what did like I see on Best in the Desert? It's very sad news yeah, coming out. Somebody of passed Best away. Grand Valley, yes, unfortunately. Um, uh, one of the drivers uh, during the start of the race yesterday, race mile 11, uh, I'm sorry, Friday, um, he had uh, issues during the start of the race, and he unfortunately stepped out of his vehicle um, and was walking back to the pit. The pit was not too far behind him, was the first pit. Um, and he, unfortunately, another driver uh, ended up stri- stri- striking yeah, him, striking him um, while he was on course, um, despite air medic being on site, despite the rescue staff being nearby. Unfortunately, um, uh, racer daryl dreyer and succumbed to his injuries um, that's awful that's terrible well i mean let's face it a race truck or a race buggy i mean any of the vehicles even a motorcycle hits you at speed that'd be doing 100 to 150 miles an hour um you know as they're going down the course depending on what vehicle what class it is and 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 the rule of thumb Um, stay in your vehicle 
You know, until help it, comes. You go back and forth. Sometimes you don't, depending on the situation, you want to be off to the side, and then and you never know what's going to happen. You know, I, I you know, Godspeed. He uh, he died doing something that he loved. That's all uh, that we can all wish for. You know, um, what's your email on the bottom of your email saying? I'm going to slide into. To this life, this life, yeah, out Screaming of this life, <clears throat> yeah, um, you know, and that's all I can wish for. I, I don't want to die in my sleep or yeah. you know anywhere else like that. I'd rather die in the desert, racing or doing something yeah. along those lines that I love. So it's unfortunate, but our hearts and prayers go. I mean, sure, the family's going to do something. Yeah, um, our our hearts and prayers go out to the. Are to they the going to do like probably and, a GoFundMe or something? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you can reach out to him. Reach out to Best in the Desert. Um, give your support. Go and, on site. Yeah. On their website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Well, that's unfortunate. That's totally unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, some sad news across the mm-hmm. racing industry. He raced several different series, so um, it, it, it's. It, Lot, lot of, How old was he? A lot of people are going to take a hit on this one. I think he was in his 50s. Um, I can say I actually met him one time, um, just this last time at Best in the Desert when I was at the Blue Water Challenge, and we were going through and talking to different racers and stuff. Um, you know, I just complimented his vehicle, told him best of luck as they go by. But I did that to almost every racer that mm-hmm. drove by me, uh, you know, while we were while they were getting ready to go through tech inspection. Right. And they're sitting and they're waiting in the middle of the street and going down. You know, we just walked through, talked to a couple of them. And, sure. Um, very unfortunate. Very, yeah, very unfortunate. very unfortunate. So sad news for the industry. But moving on to that, we could potentially have some good news coming out. Um, I heard that um, ASA has been working – Behind the scenes for the make Glamis safe. We keep By talking way, I Glamis. Think we got Nicole and, on the line. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Nicole? Um, now you're talking about crossing the railroad crossing tracks? Crossing the railroad track and making Glamis the safe. On the east again. side of Glamis. There's railroad tracks oh, that. Are we back are the, on that again? Are the yeah. east, I know. Uh, we've raked we that never, over the coals. We never, it doesn't go away until we get an actual answer, but um, I heard. From um, Lance uh, Ricotta, I was trying to get Boardmanville Lance on to talk, um, and he said, you know, ASA is about to make a big announcement. There's going to be a news article that's going to come out. So as soon as that news article comes out, then they'll be willing to come mm, on and okay. talk about some Good. things for us. So I was hoping to get an early early okay. behind the thing. but we'll... So what's going on behind this is we used to be able to cross the railroad tracks, head to the east, whether we were going to go to Boardmanville or explore all the trails that go all the way to the Colorado River. Yep. And we'd go under the tracks, under where the water flows. Well, the railroad decided it was too much liability, and they filled in the spots where we went underneath. And so people have been wanting to continue to go out there. Some people have driven over the tracks, and there's been a couple of tragic accidents. So uh, there's a group, including the guy who owns Boardmanville, Lance, to try to make a safe and legal way to cross the tracks. And Imperial County Transportation Commission did a study on the different ways that we could cross the tracks. Um, we could go under, we could go over, we could go just across on the highway. Um, so they, they came up with some different proposals, and they, their recommended one was to make a bridge to go over a little way south of 78. Um, but they, they have the ability to uh, do a study and look into it, but they don't have the ability to actually make the project go forward. They, they need The project needs an owner, somebody to take ownership of this bridge right liability and, issues who's yeah somebody has to own it they have to be liability they have to build gonna, it yeah, exactly. yeah there's a whole thing of owning it that goes with it so there's a few likely entities 
California Department of Transportation, Imperial County, the Bureau of Land Management. So there's a variety of agencies that can, and I'm sure none of them want the liability, but they would also want to do what the, the people, the citizens want. So they're, they're all kind of juggling, and, and hopefully the ASA will be announcing that there's an agency that wants to take it over and, and build this bridge. So cross our fingers, that's what the uh, announcement is. Yeah, right. I know that the, there's been um, emotions happening in the background, but um, the last the last I heard was um, that's what we're waiting for. Is so I'm I'm really hoping that that's what the big announcement right. is. Hey, I think we got out. Nicole back now. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yep, yeah, sure can. I hear okay, you. Good. So I was wondering, did you want to talk to Vinny more about uh, their upcoming event? Sure. Okay. Let me grab him. Right now, like I said before, I'm at Rigs and Brews event over here at Duckfoot Brewing Company. All proceeds are going to uh, Corva. You hear that cowbell? That means somebody else became a member of Corva. <laughs> That's Excellent. awesome. How late, how, late does the, how late does the event go in case people are listening and maybe they want to take a run up there? Yeah, so we are talking about your upcoming events. <laughs> Class X. We've, we've got wanted. we've got an event coming up. It's 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 Corva's fiftieth anniversary celebration. But and no, hey, a, how, how late is your event? How late is your event today? Well, the event here today. Yeah, today. Ends in a little over an hour from now, two okay. two p.m. All right, so people need to get their button gear if they want to get up there and help. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but don't get a speeding ticket. No. No. All right, so uh, so you've got other events coming up on uh, your 50th anniversary. We're going to get try to get you to send me an email for a date on KUSI to let people know that you've uh, celebrating 50 years. That should help with people joining Corva. So Audrey will reach out to you, give you my email, and so we can get a date for you for that. Okay. What else? We can do that. Yeah, what else Everybody have you can go, go to Corva.org. That's our website. All the information you could ever want about Corva is on that website. Hey, Vinny, when is the uh, Truck Haven Challenge? Truck Haven Challenge is going to be in mid-January, but I can't release the date yet, exact date, because the permit's not approved yet, and we got in trouble one time before for for advertising before the uh, authorities down there at Ocotillo Wells approved the permit. But but we've got a date set. It's only five months out. Yeah. I know. Have so, you um, have you been working? Are, are you shooting for the same weekend? Because you can you can get in trouble, but I won't get in trouble. So is it going to be the same weekend it usually is? I think so. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's Martin Luther King weekend <laughs> in January. Don't stir the pot. That weekend. It's not going to be that weekend because another uh, another club is having an event. I think down in. That's uh, superstition that weekend, so we didn't want to conflict. Oh yeah, so that's the San Diego Four Wheelers. That's oh. happened the last few years in a row. They've put on. Their oh, good, event good. The Don't time. step on that event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Vinny, do you have checkpoints lined up for your uh, people to staff your checkpoints? I, I've, I've got the checkpoint uh, spots, but we, we don't have any volunteers yet. But I understand you're gonna you're gonna. Uh, volunteer for another checkpoint this year right uh, right I, ed i i plan to uh be hosting a checkpoint there yeah i think okay. sdrc can step up this year and definitely host yeah, a checkpoint that we need to be there you yeah. know 
Che- well, hosting you, checkpoints is really a lot of fun. I've done split, a bunch of you them. You guys could split your duties and do SDORC and SDORC Dirt Radio. You could have two checkpoints. <laughs> I mean, just split the team up. You know, it just gets a couple. You know, how many you need people? At least, you need at least four people at okay. a checkpoint. There you go. Yeah, a couple games. Yeah. Hand out some raffle tickets. They put on a really good raffle. They do. They Last get a lot of prizes. Really awesome. I well, think not last year. The two years ago, yeah, Jim Woods ago. helps out. He gets a lot of stuff donated. All right, let's go ahead and take let's go ahead and take a quick break. You're all listening to STORC Dirt Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Okay, this segment's brought to you by the Bug People. Kelly and Justin, termite and pest control. If you have some bugs in your home, you're looking to get them to walk away, reach out to Kelly and Justin, termite and pest control. Uh, They're family owned and operated. They've got over 30 years of experience in the industry. They um, are actually just starting out for for their business. So they've got a couple deals that they're looking to give for you. If you're in the East County, you need some termite work done, um, pest control work done, reach out to Kelly and Justin, Termite and Pest Control at 619-441-7378. Coolios. All right. So what else have we got going on? Oh, you know, um, adventuring out in the backcountry has been great. Last weekend I went out into the backs of Ramona and explored the backside of Ramona, went on to the tops of mountains. Actually Did you go got Black to Mountain? engage my four by four. Um, Roscoe Ridge was actually closed. So um, instead of turning Roscoe and dropping down to the back of the 78, um, I went the other way and we went back further kind of. Did you go up that mountain out. with the pine trees on the top? Mm, we didn't do that one. No, we went. Which is a, a we neat... went to the one past it and did the quartz mine. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I've been there. Like you, you come around a corner and the ground is just like shiny white. I have an obsession with rocks, and my nephew uh-huh. seems to carry the same obsession. So I am very excited to pass it along to the next generation <laughs> and take my nephew out there. Um, there was only one section I got to engage my four by my four by four, but I was excited. I actually got to you got engage to. it. <laughs> and did you know that the San Diego Gem and Mineral Society engages in uh, lawsuits to keep land open? They've joined Corva in a couple of lawsuits over over the past few years. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. So, so you went to northern San Diego County uh, last week, right after the radio. I headed up to Big Bear. Uh, with my girlfriend Raquel, and we uh, did some exploring. Uh, I have a little Suzuki sidekick that's four wheel drive, so we went out in the forest. So, get this there's a zoo in Big Bear. It takes about an hour to get through the zoo, and after that, we headed up the south side of the mountain and went to the overlook. And I needed four wheel drive for a little bit of that. And I, you get up to the top of the mountain, this is like where the ski runs are. And you look over the side, and you can see all the way down to Riverside. Wow. We're about 8,000 feet. So looking down near sea level, it was a spectacular view. So you took Rachel so she'd push? Well, you never. Somebody's got to steer. Someone's got to push. Somebody's got to push. No, that's what, uh, that's what Rachel's for, push. Uh, Raquel. Or Raquel, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we uh, the next day, we went into Holcomb Valley, which has some spectacular scenery. There's the John Bull Trail, which I didn't go anywhere near because I'm nowhere near <laughs> set up for that. 
<laughs> that's one of the. I that's like a short version of the Rubicon. For my birthday last year. Did you? What, yeah. Uh, did you do it in, in uh, your husband's Jeep? Yes. KJ's yeah, Jeep? Yeah, in the 94 that YJ. That thing's capable, but my car, there wouldn't be much left if we towed it through there. Yeah, the 94 YJ, that's the one that I'm talking about when I say, um, yeah, uh, we took that one out. It's got three linked in the front, um, and we and my husband gets told all the time, "Oh, you're not going to make it up this. You go, you're not. There's no way they, you they can don't do know this that, trail." That and KJ like, is a, oh, he's so capable, a it's highly capable funny. driver. Yeah. He he shocks um, uh, lots of other uh, rigs out there when they you know no, only we, only a couple of times, a handful of times, and it's usually a waterfall, and it's usually because he's got a short wheelbase that mm. he can't make it up and over the waterfall, and he's got. To get oh it yeah, up. yeah. You need yeah. a long wheelbase for those hard climb things. Yeah, sure. So we 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 uh, off roaded around and saw some God, just the beautiful rocks and trees uh, parked, and we um, we hiked up up this one area, and there was an abandoned mine. I don't know if you knew there was a, a gold strike. There was a gold rush in Big Bear in the 1860s. There was a large community for a, a short while in the area. And they once all the gold was gone, everybody left. Um, but the lake itself is beautiful. We went on a boat ride. There's a pirate ship you can get on, and they, they take you around. And they show you, you know, from the water you can see. So we, we pull into this one little bay, and he says, uh, Mel Blanc had bought a house here when he was alive. And for those of you who don't know, he did the voice for Daffy Duck, uh, Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, and like literally 1,500 voices. He was wow. an amazing talent. So he owned this home. He died a long time ago, but his son inherited the house. So we pull up to the house, and this old guy comes out with a megaphone, and it's Mel Blanc's son who does voices. And he did Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny Right there for us. Wow. How telling, right you to, telling you to leave the property? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> or do please leave the area. No, it, it, was, it was really great. It was something. And, and my, my mother in the 50s worked uh, in Hollywood. She was a script girl uh, for the William Morris Agency. And I really wish she could have been there to see that. That would have been oh, sort yeah, of a, love a that. that was a connection what to her What the house look past. like? Just a normal house. It, w- it wasn't fancy. Nothing fancy. And, uh, Andy Griffith also had a house where he would walk down. It was wow. closer to the uh, to the dam where he would walk down and fish. And for like thirty years, he, that was his fishing spot. So, who well, those it? were those were hiding places. Yes. Oh yeah, to get out. At, yeah. get it. Well, Palms, they didn't Palms, want him to be fancy. Springs. They didn't want him to be noticeable. Right. Palm Springs was another area where like John Wayne and yep. Gene Autry and all the. Ba- I mean, they always were looking for a place to hide. There's so the, many the, trails. Out the there. big, beautiful house, like the the best house in the whole place. What's his name? Mike Judge, the guy from Beavis and Butthead. Oh yeah, yeah, my he, favorite. Um, and, and the Family Guy. Anyway, his place was on the point. It was just. It looked like a hotel. It was just large. This is Big Bear, beautiful. right? Big Bear, yeah, right on the lake. Wow. There's some awesome trails up there. I want to take my mountain bike. We we drove across the south side, and there's all a whole mountain biking network. So I, I need to bring my bicycle up there before the winter comes. Did you take her to the go kart and and race? We we went cart? by and we talked about it, and we didn't do it. We also went by Alpine Slide and like, oh, we should go do that. Oh, is and, that one of those zip lines? Not a zip line, but like you sit on the thing and you go down the track. Mm. Like that'd be I, fun. We just didn't get to Not it. We hours. had a lot of stuff. Not you know, what we really enjoyed was just driving around looking at the houses. Yeah, every house is unique. Saying, "I'd like to get that one. Oh, I'd like to have that one. Oh, I'd like to have that one." I, I yeah, we saw one and it had a for sale sign. So let's look it up. It was on the. It was big. 
It was beautiful. It was on the lake. Five and a half million dollars. I was going to say. (laughs) Okay. 9,000 square foot. Five car garage for Audrey and myself. Nine thousand. Oh, my gosh. Need a housekeeper. (laughs) So I bought another radio. You bought another radio? I'm up to eight. Oh, my goodness. And I just. Does it have tubes? Oh, it's beautiful. Is Is it old? It's a radio and a record player, and it's a 1938. And a friend of mine who's really heavy into radios, he was going to buy it, and I snaked it out. Well, they wanted 100 for it. Then they wanted 50 for it. Then they wanted 35 for it. <laughs> and I said, okay, I can't take it. So I took her 50 because she was a sweetheart. Her husband had passed away, and she's moving you know, moving down into La Mesa. She was in Blossom Valley. And, You're going to have to build a separate house uh, no, just I've got, to store I'm your I'm telling you, on air, I have no more room. Huh. Not really, but I do. I don't have any more room. I'm going to go get you a tiny piece of Dale Earnhardt tire. And I got peace, but you can get me another one. <laughs> But I mean, it's these freaking radios. You know how heavy that thing was? It took me and another guy to lift it out of the car. If if uh, something goes wrong, do you take the tubes out and go down to Thrifty Drug and discount yeah, and plug I, them into the, Remember that? I used to do that. Yeah. There was a machine. The one of those machines was for sale. Oh, see, with, then he'd be set with up. With a whole bunch of tubes. But you know what? Have you ever listened? I mean, when you listen to those old radios today, they sound terrible. Crackly. So why spend all the money? So I, I, I really... Buy That's them. a weird nostalgia. I buy them for yeah. the wood. I exactly. buy them for the art. I buy them for the artistic, you know, because we don't make stuff well, like that anymore. It's a part of our history. It well, is. And um, if you're a radio specialist, mm-hmm. a professional. Or if you were a little so kid a laying in front on a, on a, on a, on a knitted round rug <laughs> listening to Inner Sanctum and getting the pedaddler scared out of you. <laughs> okay. Well, back. um... You're, yeah. I just need to do a shout out to you for sponsoring SDRC Dirt Radio. Oh, yeah. Um, Dave is yes. actually sponsoring the entire month of July and the entire month of oh, August. Yeah. So I forgot. He, yeah. uh, he's one of our main Easy sponsors. Come. He's taking care of SDRC. He truly supports what we do yeah. and and nice. the work, our comments um, that he's come we to make, a couple our, meetings. Our legislation. He's come to a couple meetings. Hey, we're going to hook you up support. with a couple of helmets for um, Rebel. Yes, you're sponsoring the Rebel. Dirt and Mark Lewick. Mark um, Lewick is going to do the artwork. He is so excited. I mean, he wants to know. If you got the helmets today, I said no. You did not get the. Helmets I ordered today. them. They're said, on order. They'll be and here. They will next be week. here this week. Yes. They so, will be and if you guys want to help out. Then you can. But all right, we got to go. This is SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl, the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's S-D-O-R-C dot org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego.